Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Throwers Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Throwers Theater. This is Jeff. I usually play Jer Lamb. This is Jeremy, usually playing Julian Illix. This is Aaron, usually playing Sam Falouge. This is Johnny, usually playing Chime North. And I'm Jordan, and I'm the Game Master. And I'm Ellie, and I don't exist. (laughs) 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 I am Ellie, usually playing Archie. And Ellie, you actually had something that you said, like, oh, 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 and then you were like, paused. Um, I was getting my notes open so that I could document the points for tonight. Yes. I was looking at my goals, and I, uh, one of them is protect friends, and in parentheses, mostly animals, dot, 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 sometimes friends, like humans. So I protected a friend tonight. You did. Yay. So and that's exciting. The yep. This I, was a fun evening, or a fun afternoon. Yeah, it was. I would agree. I don't think it was a trap. I think it was a random security checkpoint. Because we were all disguised. There's no way they would have known that we were going to No, I don't think it was a trap necessarily for us. It was just a trap. Oh. Mm -hmm. For, okay, for an android. A a regular ambush. Yeah, an android trap. Yeah. Okay. A regular ambush. Yes. Like they would have in the It wasn't targeting us. Okay. I mean, it was targeting us. But it wasn't targeting our group specifically. Yeah. I mean, Jordan set it up. To target us specifically. Correct. So what you're saying is that the characters in the game were not malicious. I was. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hold a flame. Jordan was very <laughs> malicious tonight with his choice of interpretation. <laughs> Interpretations. Literalism. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. Okay. <laughs> all, they all keep the shooting, fire but they have hands. a flame in their hands. <laughs> yeah. You find a radio. All right. It plays Big Bang. It plays Big Bang. <laughs> what? <laughs> or it doesn't work. That's something that I always enjoy as the game master is taking language and expectations and subverting it. I don't think that's something new. I've done that a lot. Which, yeah, but which for, as players, we get a little frustrated at that at times, but in the context of the city, that's the city at this yeah. point. Yeah. Is it's it seems like there is somebody out to kill you in the city all the time. All the time. Each and every time. And now especially with the different factions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just worrying about, oh, the council is out to get us. It's like, uh, oh, the council these gear fangs or Right. And so that was the same thing, you know, when anti mothers. When the uh, skills challenge was announced and then with a target of twenty seven at first I'm like, holy cow like that's a re- like a ridiculously high number, and then start thinking about okay, what is the actual state of the city? All right, yes, that is a realistic target number. And listening mm-hmm. back to previous campaigns, I think Jordan has learned his lesson because I think it was at the a- end of Angel's Guard we had a skill challenge and it was like we didn't fail once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were guaranteed at least one fail this skills challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
because I was down two, well, three at one point, but two dice. I was very cowardly. I should have let you die. Um, you should have let me die. I should have. I should have. I should have had you die. Um, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, the difficult part would have been working in a new character this late in the campaign. Right. It would yeah. have been very difficult. Although we had Kodorara that I could have just passed off. Yeah. No character sheet, but I could have passed. Or this the new character that yeah. we just met, also Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Kodorara really could have done the same healing hands leadership role. But well, maybe. In, a, in a sense, probably has been. Right. In some fashion. Either he doesn't feel confident enough to declare himself the leader, or no one else really thinks of him as a leader. Nobody will follow him. Kodorara is an interesting character because he was uh, he was a season one extra that kind of... One episode extra. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think about how I could circle back, and if we're having um, Colin Delby's wife, well then why not bring back another character who was connected to the early part of the story as well? I kind of yeah. like that. It's good. Yeah. So, Julian was wanting to ask, and this is another thing he said he was going to ask about, but we never got back around to it, is what happened? Did the council come after Kodorara at some point, and he was able to escape? Because it was, if you remember, reveal at the end of season three, when we found out Katari was a twin, it was revealed that Jer and Julian thought they were talking to Katari, or were talking to Katana, and revealed Kodorara's name. Oh, yeah. We all, at that point, were like, all of a sudden, Katari got real interested in Kodorara's name. It's like, why is that? Mm. It's like, oh, did she go after Kodorara at that point? Well, she might not have had time because of the explosion. Because yeah. Kodorara was working for the water treatment facilities. Right. And I... It was always kind of in my mind that he was the daytime foreman for the the facility that exploded. Yeah. So, question for the GM, <laughs> and it could be edited out later if it's not something we want to reveal. Or did Katari have a twin from the very beginning, or did that just come out because of like the first time I said Katari had a twin was when we were in her place and when she first came down with. Severe symptoms of the root virus. Okay, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. So we were all upstairs in that building. Katari passed out. Julian connected with Daisy, and Daisy said Katari doesn't remember that she's a twin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, I remember that. So it required some. Before then, none of us knew. And even I don't think I knew at that point. And that's what I was... It was an impulse say. But I about 98% of what happens at the table is me saying something on impulse. <laughs> and then having to remember it later on. And, and that, I think because if, if there weren't for a Katari twin, I don't think Sam's bluff of she's trying to kill you would have ever worked. No. So. So I wanted to say that during the fire fight... <laughs> fire. Um, during the firefight, when you guys threw down the lightning, that when awesome. you it was awesome. It was fantastic. But having practice with you guys, hearing the word strike, I probably would have like released the water or something. Uh -huh. But it was also like superheated fight moment and yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, based off of we practice as a team, us three yeah. specifically. 
you probably would have recognized that command coming from my voice especially. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. There was just no time to react. And you gotta remember, yeah. it's when you're in battle also, everything's happening simultaneously. It's not actually turn-based. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but turn-wise, that took a while to get through that fight, but in game like game quick. game time, I think this is the fastest fight we've oh, ever definitely. had. One round, and everything is done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. the fight lasted so maybe around seconds. No, a round is, no. is what? Like yeah. three yeah. seconds? Oh, that's true. A round is six seconds. seconds. Six seconds? Six seconds. So, yeah, six seconds from... So, yeah. From from tight, the manhole exploded. Yep, because it would have been gunshot. Everybody gets thrown back. No, Shadow first, first it was the flame jet up against the water shield. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Followed by the gunshot. Followed Probably. by that. I mean, it would have six won. seconds. It's, it was very chaotic. Yeah, like you guys were doing god tier stuff while still harkening back to the very first problem of season one, which was the time dilation. Because that was done by combining two yeah. different oh, yeah. powers. I always think of that as what you guys kind of modeled your teamwork aspects on. Uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm. Just needs some more communication work and real-time practice. Right. Yeah. yeah. You figure out how to do that time dilation within our group. So when we're in a fight, we get like five rounds while everybody else gets one. <laughs> well, but it, I think it was water. It was earth and fire. Yeah, it yeah. was earth and fire. Yeah. It was. Salted fire. Oh, we, don't have, we don't have either. You've got fire. We have fire. We, have fire. we don't have her. We don't have. I keep forgetting you're still fire. Yeah. Like, you know, bearer with us. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely wanted to spice things up. I knew that fire, I felt fire was going to be boring to use that of mine. I mean, yeah, fight fire with fire, but I felt like we needed to go back, and it's just like, what was that training for, anyways? Yeah. Oh. We spent how how long training on that? Was for it Sam, it was just to, just to get you guys to like me again. Yeah, but not for us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a practical, there was an actual purpose besides the the, the deception. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> I had used all of my goodwill and I needed to build some backup. Yeah. Yep. Especially with Jer. Right. And Julian. And Julian. Did he didn't shoot at Jer. No, he just <laughs> shot at Julian. He didn't shoot at Jer, but... He... So, I did contemplate creating a firestorm instead. Like, a, almost like a tornado uh -huh. of fire. But let's save that. <laughs> so, I decided to go with the... The lightning, lightning strike. strike. I, I really appreciated the lightning strike because it gave. Oh, I'm sure you did. Give me some options. I mean, could you imagine? I it had to reverberate against the dome. At oh that yeah, point. it was loud. Yeah, the whole city heard it. In fact, you probably hit the dome. Well, yeah, to discharge, yeah. And not to like toot my own horn or anything, but I felt like yeah, it was an exciting part of the day to have some like actual like physical action. Yeah. But a lightning strike that just added, you know, spice. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, yeah. created like, okay, shit. Like, they're not, <laughs> they're not playing around. No, I appreciated it. And it's definitely, the city is definitely ratcheted up compared to where you guys were last time. Right. I'm sure that loud explosion of thunder inside the dome is definitely shaking things up even further. Well, not just that. So I was just sort of thinking. I mean, we've got to be making a bit of a name for ourselves among all the factions. You know, because oh, yeah. we're stacking bodies everywhere we come. <laughs> I mean, the only time we we have run is when it's been just recently against the the, dr the driller, the hammer. 
Earth. Earth. Yeah. Whatever. The mountain. Earth. The boulder. Oh, is, is it just called Earth? Earth. Yeah. yeah. So that's the yeah. only one that that's we've the actually. Council name. Right. Sure. I mean, we've we've offed two council members. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Many different fire drakes. I mean, maybe the thing is that we don't go in disguise and let people know who we are, <laughs> and they'll stop fighting us. Like you said, it depends on what part of the city we're in. Yeah. There's a lot of great skills in that fight, though. Mm-hmm. Like the shadow and like you whipping around water. I love was, it. Was, was I great. thought that was a good idea. That yeah. was great. I really like your creative uses of, right. of your elementals. Like, I'm stuck with a spell sheet and I really stick to that spell sheet. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was very creative and I, I love it. And there's me. Well, the spells that you came up <laughs> with for for shade are really good and useful. They're straight out of a spellbook. I didn't come up with it, except oh. for the uh, the darkness one. Yeah, so. and they're still really useful. <laughs> and they are. The darkness right. and they, one. And the darkness one is very useful. Yeah. They, they fit the character. Was yeah. Was, yeah. was what I went for. Um, I couldn't necessarily think of anything that would fit book. the character, mm-hmm. and there was nothing water based in the book. Right. So I had to come up with some. Uniqueness, but mm-hmm. uh, mostly it's the water manipulation. Yeah, mo- it mostly really, it's the alteration. It was really well done between the wall and conjuration. And between the wall and the whipping people around, but yeah. it was it was great. Yeah, I've used the wall before. The shield. It's always a good one, though. So I think if we were going to if we were going to vote for characters for for role playing tonight, um, I'd have to give it to Jer. Yeah. honestly, in a lot yeah. of ways. Like if I was a voting member of the group, because I think Jared had uh, some really great role playing moments, and even advanced his character quite a bit. Yeah. So, why don't we go ahead and talk about that now that I've painted the jury? <laughs> For which one first? We'll go ahead and go with something easy and, and talk about role playing. Yeah. So I have to agree that it would be the character Jared. Jeff, you did a great job. I know, Jeremy, you did in the beginning have a lot of... You didn't, like... You had a lot of speaking moments. Where I thought, oh, it was going to develop a little more. Yeah, yeah, all the... You had a a lot of action going on. You had a lot of investigation and stuff going on. You were really playing into the character. Yeah, I thought, okay, well, this... It's not like it's centered around him, but he had a lot to do today. So I thought, oh, he's going to go into something that's just going to turn into a really good role-playing part. Yeah. But then it just, it's you just surprised us all, Jeff, with your character, with, like, healing somebody else, and then you're ending up, like, Uno Reverse, like, you're the one who needs healing. <laughs> and it's just, I think that's going to be a big character growth for you, trying to heal from this, because you said, what's the last time you... It was over a hundred years ago. Yeah, so this is a, this is a big for you. So, you're usually the one healing. I think we all said that it affects the group. Yeah. Yeah, in several ways. Yeah, I think I even said it at the end of, I think it was the first episode, when Jeff, you said something to Kodorar. He's like, oh. yeah, because you guys have been doing it all wrong. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yep, there's the chair we know. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, that would be my vote too. Same. Cool. Mark that down, Jeff. To win, get one character point back. <laughs> I'm up to one. Do we, do we get a certain number to begin with? Three. Yeah, I, uh, I give you guys ten. Yeah, ten is our base. Ten. ten is the base. I used a lot more character points tonight than I wanted to. I really put you all through a ring. Yes, tonight. you did. Look, we have a 
discard pile of fate points. <laughs> and <laughs> there are probably about 20 fate points sitting right there. It's got to be. And that's not counting kind of the ones 21. that we... 21. Oh that's not counting kind of the ones that were earned back. Yeah. Unfortunately, tonight, I think it had a lot to do with how we wanted our stories to play out. It was just kind of inevitable. It I, just wouldn't have made sense if some of us... I actually really used my fate points yeah. today. I never used my fate points today, so I used two of them. Yeah. I think every single one of us used a fate point today. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had eight to start off with, got nine, and then ended up with six, uh, with three. So I used six. I used two. I used zero. <laughs> you used all of them. Yes, you used all of them. Because Aaron said, I think it's somewhere in the back of your mind, you're just like, they've got too many fate points. It's <laughs> not even, let, let's have them use them all. It's not even that. It's, it's where are we in the story? If yeah, we're coming to the that's end true. of the story, then we got to ratchet up the tension. Yeah. yeah. And we got to make you earn things. So that's why the skill challenge was really hard. That's why the. Um, I don't think we've really had to deal with the automatic fire in the game at, no, up until not, this point. Not until no. this point. You know, so are we dealing Thank with... Thank goodness we were in darkness or else we would have been pinholed. That's why I do what I do. And you had a show the meanwhile, Dirty Dancing with the Reckoning. Yep. Uh-huh. We couldn't see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Julian is the only one that saw <laughs> 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 You were saying that? Julian could <laughs> see it. Like, uh... For the real reason, Julian just was like, nope. <laughs> Julian's just like slow motion. <laughs> yeah. So what about character advancement? <sighs> I don't know. Not a whole lot of advancement. Not a whole lot of advancement. Not a lot of room for advancement. And that's where it's going to be Jer again with the gate, yeah. the, the slew escape, because that's from my interpretation of that is Jer is starting to begin that acceptance process of, of his water elemental. And so when it comes to character advancement, I, I think that's where it's going to be. Yes. That was also set up with a couple things that happened with the other two water elementals that were in today's session. You had the other water elemental that was along for the ride, so to speak, with Crom Delby, which is another good thing that I don't think any of the characters were aware of that could possibly the thing it was called the, the, the passer passer which uh, i wasn't yeah. there for that conversation i was downstairs someone who just carries an elemental but doesn't gain anything from it except well, he was gaining healing from it yeah yeah, yeah. probably because he was unconscious right yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, and my question about that was is the elemental he carry a subjugator or and that that's the thing it wouldn't say one way or the other it, I can, we still have no idea what faction they're with because yeah. all Julian got was these cryptic hits images. Well, did we? That was we one. got healing hands from March. March. Did but we? we're talking about the watermelon elemental itself in in Crom. Oh, or, yeah, or no, not the Krom? one in Crom. No. Yeah, yeah. We knew right. that Kotorar was healing yeah. hands, but that's another good thing. The distinction that, at least with Kotorar, at some point the water elemental is fully taking over, like Shade did with Sam that one uh-huh. one time. Yeah. Yeah, and which is a sub- well, it seems sort of like Kodorara was symbiotic. allowing that to happen, though. Yes, like very hands-off sort of person. Because I totally said, matter of fact, he just told you. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that was fun. That was a different dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, very different. So yeah, with that, 
I mean, you notice Julian didn't make a big deal of it because <laughs> you're he, you're just like I don't he, know. no, he's realizing okay, with elementals there are it's a spectrum it's the dynamic that could happen between a proxy and the elemental is so wide. And yeah. I was trying to with, with Beluga, I was trying very hard to make a balloon very specific kind of elemental because with Jer's water elemental we have a very closed very off very closed off person until very, today well, until recently within his life yeah with Kodoraras we have a, a fairly open relationship in not in that way and with Beluga we have a water elemental that has gone so native that he thinks of things in terms of water life wildlife so when you're asking about the like, are you with the animal preserve? Yeah, here's my whales, and then you you project this mental image of this fanged cog. He would corrected it by going with the teeth that a blue will uses to filter out. Oh. As a player, I could kind of make that sort of make that connection, but as a character, Julian would probably be like, "What? The? Yeah, yeah." As, as not creature. only that, Julian has no concept of. Rails. Sea animals. Yeah. Right. All his are land based animals that Julian knows. So he has no idea what sea animals are. Exactly. <laughs> Which is a great contextual problem to play with. Yeah. 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 I had a lot of fun with that actually. Yeah, when you started making well noises, it was like, oh, great. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what that is. Julian's going to be like, <laughs> but anyway, that dynamic, especially in the water elemental side of it, I think set up. A good spot to highlight Jer's connection to that water elemental mm-hmm. in, in a good way. That's true as well. So I, I, mean, I think Jer gets the advancement as well. You had a good day, sir. Thank you. Now, now let's see if you get. Can the, you get the trifecta? Yeah, can you, you get the, the triple sweet. crown? <laughs> that that has hey. never happened in the history of Bone Thrower's Theater. There's never yeah. been a triple crown winner. And his was a very good contender. It yeah, was a very yeah. solid. Contender. Yeah. I know. So yeah. there, you, there, so you're telling me there's a chance. So you want to go ahead and go around and, and explain what everybody brought for snacks this time. Oh, oh my gosh. Sure, good. All right, I brought a French toast, an overnight French toast casserole with a brown sugar crumbly topping. Which I, was delicious. I actually, yummy. Also, he brought burgers and dogs. Uh, yes, I also brought leftover burgers and hot dogs. Let's see. I made a lemon blueberry biscuits with blueberry ice cream. And homemade. a uh, garden fresh salsa, homemade, all of it, except for the chips. Yes. Well, yeah, except for the chips. But they were hint of lime chips. They were hint of lime, and those always win. I brought freshly homemade donuts, which were so good. I'm gonna have Thank to you. get your recipe for those. I made a uh, fresh cherry cake mm-hmm. with an almond glaze. And I had some cherry cider to go with it, but only Jordan had some of the cider. <laughs> it was good cider. And I brought a breakfast cake, which is nothing but a giant waffle. <laughs> but it had bacon and sausage in the waffle. It had cheese, and hash brown and cheese on top. Not going to lie, when I saw it, I thought it was a quiche. I thought yeah, so too, which I was going fish. to make today, but I decided against it. It was very good. Very good. Very good. There was not a bad snack. No, no in not the at bunch. all. No. I mean, there very rarely is, but well, yeah. 
Every once in a while, well, every, there's one. Though. I mean, most times there's like a clear winner. Yeah. Right. Right. And this time there was. There's. It's like. Yeah, I don't know. Go upstairs, close my eyes, and point at the table, and which one it lands on. I think I've narrowed it down to two. God, how? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to go pause and go up and sample everything one more time. And let's see. Some breakfast cake. Casserole thing Jeremy brought was had like it was just the perfect amount of salt in it. It was much and needed salt. It was such salt. a nice breakup from all the sweets. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, it was a much needed salty convection. Yeah. 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 My two are the the breakfast cake and convection. The French toast. It's between those two for me. My we two kept... are the French toast and the cherry cake. Ooh. A cherry cake. Um, my two are the cherry cake and the biscuits. Mine are cherry cake and the biscuits also. So I'm hearing three cherry cakes. And I'm hearing three I'm cherry hearing cakes. Three oh cherry my god! Cakes. Jeff. Woo! Trifecta. <laughs> For the <laughs> first time ever, Bone Thrower's Theater. Someone, <laughs> one person has won all three points. It only took 300 episodes. <laughs> And your character to almost uh, die. By now, it's like 350. But <laughs> wow. It only took your character almost dying, and you're spending all of your character points. Yeah. <laughs> I had zero character points, and I had, was down to one fate point. But you made it through. Somehow you made it it's through. It's only because Jordan through. bent the rules. <laughs> yes. Pretty significantly. Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> we've bent the rules before to try to save a character, and it didn't work. Yeah, we bent the rules for for Byram, and there was just no more bending we could do. No, <laughs> no for Byram, it was uh, you got killed by a guard dog. For you, it's like you got blown up by your own party members. Yeah, with no, light friendly fire. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Which brings me to one of my funniest lines. I think it was in Grin where everybody's complaining. It was like, "Well, I got killed by a cheerleader," and then Jeff's like. That's okay, I got killed by a doorknob. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I definitely got killed by a doorknob. We we should do Grin again sometime soon. Mm. Every time I hear that, I just die. (laughs) All right, well, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode. Thank you very much for listening. Of course, if you want to reach out and tell us what you thought of this episode and the, the twist ending with the giant kaiju rampaging through the middle uh, of Consiglio. Yeah. It, that. As soon as you started to make the, the footstep pool. noise, Eric still takes me back to the time where we were playing and Dabo was playing with the squeaky toy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least you got some good squeaky toy samples. For so this is almost two years on the dot of me being with you guys. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I just realized that. Yep. Hey, two years already? Of yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That is nuts. It doesn't feel like that, does it? No. Well, after this week, it does. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with the with the game itself. It's no, Jeff, nothing Jeff to do started with the game. a new job. Uh, yeah, I started like, a new look, job. Look how, look how your week turned out. Oh, the trifecta. That's true. <laughs> Work hard and you'll go far. <laughs> <laughs> timing is everything. Yeah, timing is everything. <laughs> timing is, Work hard, you'll go far. Timing is everything, and everyone deserves a second chance and that pretty much sums it up but yeah two years is pretty crazy to think about it yeah 
congratulations on making it this far. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for putting up with us for so long. <laughs> and you weren't sure you would enjoy this. <laughs> not Still not sure. <laughs> Still not sure. I mean, Aaron questions his choices every single time. I mean, if I question Aaron's choices too. <laughs> all right folks thank you so much for listening we will talk to you all at another time thank you for listening to bone throwers theater our cast is aaron ellie jeff jeremy johnny and jordan we are releasing this podcast under a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 3.0 unported license That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.